0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Sea View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pereco. Our opening song features Sunset Serenade by Cyclone. Albums and singles are available in all music stores and platforms. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. Each week, we create a place for you to rest your heart by providing the platform for peaceable connection to the most gifted lightworkers, intuitive, alternative healers who will surprise you with something different, something outside of what's expected, innovative and unique. Our shows are held on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time and 9 a.m. Pacific time. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. take my call at any moment before or during the show you can opt for take my call and jump the long line of callers we are now following the pay what you can business model you pay what you feel our services are worth to you you can send a payment using paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o and add the amount that you want to request a show please write to Claudia Pereco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, close your eyes and get in touch with the present, the only reality. Feel your body, feel your breath, and let it drift back to the present moment.
1: And welcome everybody to our last show of 2022. So today we are wrapping up a year that it has been so fabulous, so daunting, so everything, anything that you, any adjective that you can think of, we all have had it this year. So what is 2023 going to look. On that. So we are having today our fantastic host Dawn Bell and she's going to wrap up with 2022. There were some predictions that she did last year at this time that came through. Some that are still in the working, and there are many others to come. Do so we have some? Signs for your love, signs for your career, education, marriage, finance. There are so many areas of our life that are, we are just in hopes, in waiting, in wondering what is it to come. So don't love of astrology, become as a young girl reading her grandparents' farmer's almanacs, and it never stopped. She has come with us several times, and we are so honored to have her with us here. And she has a special discount for listeners that wish to have a reading with her. You're going to use code 2023. That means uh, you have listened that in Seaview. And she's going to let us know how to contact her so you can get advantage of this discount only for listeners. Hey, Dawn. Welcome to see you. I'm so excited to have you here and to hear about the new year, 2023. It sounds promising. It feels promising. And like after, it does. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember last year we were just coming out of COVID and we all had this stress like okay now life is gone forever we are not going to see the light after the tunnel this is forever changed and we were kind of in sorrow but what is your what, what do you think about that
2: i think 2023 will be a much needed shift um and thank you again for having me back by the way claudia um, and anyone who listens in and would like to contact me specifically where we can look at where these transits are going to affect them in their personal life, we can look at their personal chart, just um, email me at littledbelk at gmail.com and we'll provide the links also on social media on Claudia's page or mine at the dawn of astrology on Instagram or the dawn of astrology on Facebook and You will have, um, you know, access to email me and just put in the code 2023 and and we'll take a look at where this is falling for you specifically. But the big thing is we have a nodal shift in 2023, meaning the north node of destiny and the south node, which is the past we're releasing. Um, The nodes, which are the lunar nodes, kind of gear us as a collective towards how we're moving in the future, a future trajectory and the past that we're letting go of. And it transits the sign for 18 months. And so the north node all of this year has been in Taurus. It moved in in January of this year, 2022, and the south node in Scorpio. And so we've had the eclipses. You always have eclipses on the nodal axis where – The universe shows up on our behalf and eclipses away anything that's preventing our future destiny. And this year's been a really tough one. Like Claudia said, we're just coming out of, you know, um, the sky is falling, the world is shut down, COVID is a pandemic. And so then we have these eclipses all year in 2022 on the Taurus-Scorpio axis, which really focuses on our resources, our sustainability, how safe we feel, what we have that's ours and how we take care of ourselves physically with the North Node and Taurus, how we move into a life of fulfillment and self-sustaining and letting go of any energetic bleed outs, old emotional patterns, fears, lower vibrational, Scorpio shared resources. So we saw a lot of people this year leaving corporate jobs, starting their own businesses, highly supported because we also have Uranus, the ruler of Aquarius, in Taurus with the North Node liberating us. Now, 2022 has been tough because we had an ongoing square with Uranus and Saturn, Lord of Karma, Father Time, the slowdown. The big thing for 2023 is that Saturn leaves Aquarius and moves into Pisces. And that will be a much needed shift. In fact, we have a couple of big um, outer planets, our transpersonal planets, changing signs. So let me just start out by saying, when we're looking at 2023, how we're starting out the year, Mars is the key planet right now. We have to look at where we're at now to see where we're going mars is the ruler of aries aries is the sign of self who we are what we want it's it's the first sign of the astrological zodiac wheel and so it's very personal and mars is a personal planet we have this very unique transit of mars right now moving through the sign of gemini an air sign an intellectual thinking sign and it is in retrograde Um, And so that means that it's spending an extra long time. Normally, this is a six-week transit. And now Mars will be in Gemini for a total of seven months. It moved in in August, station retrograde at the end of October, stations direct January 12th. So we start out the beginning of the year with Mars stationing direct in the sign of Gemini our local community, our siblings, our local family, our local travel, our community. And then moves into the sign of cancer, mother, home, family, um, and March. March is probably the biggest month, in my opinion, for all of 2023. The reason I'm starting out with this long Mars transit is this is a foreshadowing. This is a prelude to a kiss, if you will. Because the north node of destiny moves into Aries in July of 2023. Mars is the ruler of Aries. So what we're exploring now, what we're working towards now, is really setting the stage for the nodal shift in July. So the north node moves into Aries. The south node will be in Libra. And so we shift out of this really survival mode on the nodal axis and the eclipses to Aries, the sign of self, and Libra, the sign of partnership. So who am I and how do I connect with others will be the, the transition when you look at the archetypal energies of the, of the signs that the nodes are shifting into next year which will feel a lot better than this kind of survival mentality that we've been in with the eclipses this year. Now, I'll go over the eclipse dates as well because we will have two final eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio. I'll go ahead and give those to you because, you know, eclipses um, really are the astrological energies that are sometimes difficult but benefit us. They've been very difficult this year because the North Node is with Uranus. So we've had some radical, sudden changes in our securities in terms of our resources. Next year, this moves into Aries and Libra. So we're taking a look at what do I want? What am I passionate about? What do I truly desire? Not what I've been conditioned or programmed or indoctrinated by family, culture, society, religion to believe, but this becomes an authentic stripping away of all of that next year and an acclamation as a collective towards our own authentic desires and passions. This is um, a major shift in energy, so we're going from uh, earth and water, to fire and air, you know, to thinking and moving. And so that happens in July. So let me just go ahead and give you the dates of the eclipses for next year. Our first eclipse eclipse is a, a total solar eclipse, April 20th, um, and that will be at 29 degrees of Aries right before um, the North Node will move into Aries in July. Then May 5th, we have the final Scorpio eclipse at 14 degrees where the south node has been. So any of these kind of letting goes of old emotional patterns, even addictions, escapism tendencies, um, fears, traumas, our shadow parts, Any lingering attachments to that are finally removed in that final eclipse in Scorpio, May 5th. October 14th, we have our um, eclipse in Libra, which is where the south node will be next year. This happens at 21 degrees of Libra. And so this is uh, really letting us know what we're letting go of in terms of anything that prevent harmonious relationships. So we will see a lot of power plays next year. We'll be able to set you know, healthy personal boundaries, avoid people pleasing, and let go of any spiritual bypassing tendencies that we have because we're gonna have the North Node in Aries, which is brave and courageous. We'll be able to step into our bravado. And then the final eclipse of 2023 is is in Taurus. It's on October 28th at five degrees. And so this is the final um, eclipse in Taurus, which we've had all year long this year. So the same thing, it will let go of anything preventing us from our own sustainability, our ability to draw our own abundance and resources to us that we've been working on all year in 2022. And so that's kind of how the eclipses break down for next year. Um, And so a big shift for 2023 because we have a nodal shift and an eclipse window shift. So the focus will be on who we are authentically, what we're working towards, what our true desires are, and how we show up in partnership with others in this authentic form. So as I said, March is probably the most profound month of 2023, because Mars, which has been retrograding in Gemini since August of this year, finally moves into cancer in March of 2023. So we'll have a better idea of how to direct our action where it feels emotionally nurturing, cancer being ruled by the moon, a water sign, what feels, um, what feels right, what emotionally feels like I should be moving towards. And so that's a shift from air to water. Also, Saturn, the slowdown, the Lord of Karma, Father Time, which has been in Aquarius in this tenth aspect all year, moves into Pisces. Also a shift from air to water. So we get out of the intellect and into the intuition in March. We have these big shifts of a personal planet and then Saturn. Um... From the thinking to the feeling, we can get out of the frenetic energy in our head of constantly trying to figure it out and feel like we are more in tune with how our spirit is calling us, leading us, feel like we are spiritually held and that there is um, a plan, a purpose. Uh, We will be able to kind of sense that as a collective and in our personal lives. So, March the 7th, Saturn moves into Pisces. This is huge because this is a two-year transit. Saturn will be in Pisces until May 24th of 2025. And so, when we look at that being one of the biggest major shifts of 2023, Saturn is the We wouldn't have time if it weren't for the energy of Saturn. It controls time. It slows us down so that we have the structural support to secure us for the long haul. And so when we think about Saturn and Pisces, look at Pisces where we are right now. We already have Neptune transiting its home sign of Pisces. And it has been there since 2012. And so we've seen this shift really since 2012 of society, humanity, really longing for spirituality, a huge burst in spirituality and seeking. Also a huge burst in escapism, which is the double-edged sword, the two-sided coin of Pisces. Now, as Saturn moves into Pisces, if we look at it, from a 3D mundane lower vibration presentation of this, this be, you know, the consequences for escapism tendencies. It's the wake up call. It's the sobering effect, right? It is um, the call to responsibility. And for us that are really seeking this spiritual connection to source energy and uh, raising our higher spiritual awareness. Saturn now will set the structural support for that. We will also see the truth of um, what we have been seeking, whether it is structurally sound, is going to support us for the long haul, um, because Saturn is very sobering in its energy. And during this transit through Pisces, Saturn is going to be square Pluto. And so and square jupiter so this is going to bring a lot of truth to the forefront in other words if some of us have been seeking spirituality in something that's not structurally sound you know the false prophets will come to the surface the truth will come out and so that gives us some stability to know if we've been self-deluding kind of illusory in our seeking and if people have been deluding us. And so this is where we get a sobering challenge to secure um, our dream for the future. Pisces is the dream world. So look to, you know, the house that Pisces occupies in your chart because this is where Saturn is now offering some structural support for the next two years. That's an amazing amazing shift and out of the square to uranus and the nodal axis so we will have a very different Saturnian energy in 2023 with it being in the sign of pisces as opposed to aquarius where it feels like the collective humanity has been suppressed restricted now we're going into flow state what is our structure of spiritual support how can we secure our our faith, our flow state, a return to believing in our dreams again. So both of those, Mars and Saturn, are huge shifts from air to water. Also in March, as I said, it's a very busy month, um, Jupiter, our most benefic planet, the most beneficial planet in our solar system um, is going to make a big move. Where we're at right now in the month of December, we are on the 16th. By December 20th, <coughs> Jupiter, which is at the final degrees of Pisces right now, moved into the sign of Aries, where the north node will be moving into in July. Mars, the ruler of Aries, will be stationing direct in March. So here's Jupiter. This Beneficial planet of luck, abundance, optimism, expansion, moving into the sign of Aries um, in December, the end of this month, the 20th. And so it will move very quickly through the sign of self. So what we will see is that any action that we are exploring right now with Mars and Gemini really sets the tone for when Jupiter moves into Aries. This is how we are showing up in a new way, in a brave way, any way that we take action in our lives right now, any um, movement that we make to express our own desires and identity really sets the stage for our abundance for the next 14 years because Jupiter is a 14-year cycle. And so during the month of March, Jupiter will conjunct Chiron, which is in the sign of Aries on the 12th, at 14 degrees and will be here for about four months. This is a long transit. Um, Well, Jupiter moves into Taurus, but the energy of this conjunction to Chiron is setting the tone for a couple of months of us really expanding who we are as a healer, as a mentor, as a teacher. What I predict for this Jupiter ingress into Aries is that we'll really start to see the new leaders emerge because Aries is the initiatory sign. This is the front line of the battlefield. And so, um, you know, we will see these strong new leaders emerge. And in our personal lives, we will be able to show up with a more clear directive, thanks to this long Mars retrograde, knowing what we want and what we're working towards and show up brave and courageous in our own lives, moving towards our own desires. And then Jupiter is going to move through Taurus and be in Taurus, where the North Node is leaving. So you're going to have Jupiter and the North Node kind of colliding and crossing over each other and switching signs in 2023. Um, And so Jupiter steps into Taurus really um, expanding our ability to draw abundance, to live a life of fulfillment, to align with our values. Uh, to feel that we have everything we need in our Earth's resources to sustain us. And so I'll be very curious to see what happens um, with that as Jupiter moves through Taurus and also will retrograde through the sign of Taurus at the end of the year. Um, So that happens in March. We have that Jupiter um, moving through Aries conjunct Chiron. Also, another big transpersonal planet movement and probably one of the most important transits of 2023 is that Pluto moves into Aquarius. Now, we have had Pluto and Capricorn um, for a lot of 2021 and all of 2022. And Pluto is, you know, the ruler of Scorpio. This is the planet that is the farthest away from the sun. It's the occult world, what's hidden in the dark. It has massive transformational power, personal power, and in the sign of Capricorn has really been dissolving old structures and connecting us with our own personal dynamics in terms of monetary value, work, structures of stability, how we earn our money, and really allowing us to review that. We had three major Pluto retrogrades in Capricorn this year. And so now Pluto is moving into the sign of Aquarius on March the 2023rd. And this is really like a 20-year transit. Now, there will be a kind of retrograde back and forth. Pluto kind of, it's like, put your left foot in, take your left foot out, put your left foot in, you know, kind of dipping into the Aquarius. And so the timeline on this is that it moves in on March 23rd into Aquarius, shifting into the sign of the collective, the progressive future that we are moving into, the age of Aquarius. Now, once Pluto crosses over that zero degree mark of Aquarius, this is very significant. You know, this is where the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction happened that kicked off their um, meeting up every, you know, 20 years and an air sign. So this signifies a shift into air energy, into the age of Aquarius, and really finalizing and moving out of the age of Pisces. I will be very curious to see what happens um, in terms of, if we're looking at this from a predictive perspective, Pluto ruling petroleum, oil, um these type of fossil fuels and coal I'll be very curious to see what happens when Pluto dips into Aquarius for March to June and then it'll kind of move back over that zero degree mark retrograde back into Capricorn for about seven months in 2023 then it moves back into Aquarius January 20th August 31st of 2024 you know stepping ahead dips back across that zero-degree mark for the final, like, finale in Capricorn. And then by November 19th of 2024, Pluto is locked in. It's in Aquarius for the next 18 and a half years consistently. So 2023 is the taste of it, what the transforming of our world as a humanity, our progressive future is going to look like. And I, for one, am glad that Pluto is kind of dipping in and out because it gives us time to acclimate to how these um, changes will happen. I think that we'll see a little glimpse of how we're um, going to be more futuristic in terms of harnessing energy, fuel, solar energy, moving away from, you know, oil and those types of Uh, fuels that we've been dependent on. I think we'll see a glimpse of that as Pluto dips in and out of Aquarius through 2023. So it's preparing us for these progressive shifts in 2024 when we are, you know, in the age of Aquarius. This is a process as well. People always ask me, when are we officially in the age of Aquarius? I'm like, it's really kind of a long process, but I think by the time Pluto is in there for sure and we're moving out of this old way of of supplying energy and moving into a more progressive Aquarian age of harnessing our resources, whether it's solar energy, wind energy, anything like that, then we can say when Pluto is locked in, Aquarius we are officially in the age of Aquarius and then you know like I said Pluto will be there for 18 and a half years so this is a taste of what's going to happen in our world globally for the next 20 years as Pluto ingresses into Aquarius so this is phenomenal major shift and when you're looking at the the energy of a planet and how big of an impact it is Pluto being the farthest away from the sun and the slowest moving, um, it's going to have a more massive impact. Yes, it's going to take longer for this to transpire. Like I said, this is a 20-year movement through the age of Aquarius, through the sign of Aquarius, but it will have monumental power. Um, transform our world as we know it and so we get a glimpse of that in 2023 which is fantastic it allows us this time to kind of you know adjust out of the old and really get a taste of how the new can benefit us so that is an absolutely phenomenal transit probably the biggest transit of 2023 is the Pluto moving into Aquarius to prepare for its stay by 2024 and so we have these major shifts going on Um, And if you have any questions, now will be a a good time uh, because I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, the personal planets, Claudia, and, you know, we've looked at kind of the collective outward macro shifts, and I'd like to bring it down to a micro level. So uh, if anyone is familiar with their chart, they can kind of look at where some of the personal planet transits are going to be happening next year and how that will affect us on a personal level. Is there anything you wanted to interject or ask about before I start on that, Claudia?
1: No, I think if this is the perfect moment to go uh, for the individuals. Because I, I, that was my, my. I was just thinking about that, like, how, how is all of this, how would you bring this down into the self?
2: And so it's the, the personal, the of. personal, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, well, one thing is, you know, when we're looking at personal planets, things that affect us in our everyday lives, these are the planets that are closest to the sun that have the faster orbit. So this is Mercury, Venus, and Mars, right? And then after that, we start getting into the more transpersonal planets that affect the outward society and the larger um, events that take a longer period of time, months, years, that type of thing. So what's very interesting is right now we're in December, and um, we are getting ready to start Capricorn season on the 20th to 21st during the winter solstice when the sun moves out of Sagittarius and into the sign of Capricorn. Mercury and Venus have already moved into Capricorn. These are our personal planets, Mercury that rules our conscious thoughts, our human consciousness and our communication and Venus, our values. And so we will begin the end of this year on December 29th, um, Mercury stations retrograde in Capricorn. So we begin a new year with Mercury retrograde. (laughs) And most people are familiar with Mercury retrograde. And in fact, we will have four Mercury retrogrades in 2023, predominantly in Earth signs. So we start out January with Mercury retrograding through Capricorn. Let's look at the old structures. Let's look at new structures of stability for my work, for my routines, for my everyday life. Just because I've always done something this way does not mean it's going to support me in the future. So if we're looking at how all these massive, huge shifts are happening globally and collectively, certainly we have to bring this down to... Um, a personal level and make some minor shifts in our everyday lives so that we can start to change our systems, change our structures, change our routines, the way we relate to money and work. And um, all of the parts of our lives that we kind of get into this automatic pilot on as Mercury starts out the year of 2023 in January in retrograde, we're really reviewing this. This is the perfect Um, you know, platform for a New Year's resolution because Mercury is in retrograde and Capricorn reviewing the old systems and routines. So it's a time to really think about what did I let go of when the South Node was in Scorpio? What fears have I moved through? How am I ready to step into a new routine, a new system with the North Node um, being in Taurus all of 2022? How am I ready to Focus on my diet and my health and my physical body, perhaps where, you know, if there were ever a year where it's starting out, you know, how you always hear people joining the gym in January and making this big um, physical exercise, you know, get healthy shift. This is a year where that's actually really supported in stellar form because we have the conscious plan in action with mercury retrograding through Capricorn we have a really clear view now of the way we used to do it not supporting us anymore and how we're going to have to change up our system in order to stay healthy and aware and um move into our desires who we truly authentically are as we have that nodal shift into Aries in July the sign of self Um, And so we start out with that Mercury retrograde, and there will be four. The first one in Capricorn, and um, that will be December 29th through January 18th when it stations direct. And, of course, we have the pre-shadow and post-shadow. The second Mercury retrograde is April 21st through May 14th in the sign of Taurus, where the North Node has been transiting all of 2022. So the end of April to the middle of May, Mercury retrogrades in the second earth sign, Taurus. What is truly of value? Now that we've had these massive shifts, we're post-pandemic, and we have aligned with what is truly fulfilling and how we draw our resources and abundance to us so that we feel secure and live a life of fulfillment. Now, let's review that. How am I doing that? How do I need to lock into that to my future abundance and fulfillment. You know, um, North Node and Taurus is like, what is truly fulfilling? South Node and Scorpio, this has been a year of letting go of what's now just the filler. And so Mercury really hones in on that, you know, at the end of spring, if you're in our hemisphere, April 21st to May 14th. Now, the third Mercury retrograde is going to be um, August 23rd through September 15th. In the sign of Virgo, third earth sign. This is really nice because Mercury is the ruler of Virgo and Mercury is in exaltation in the Virgo. We had a Mercury transit um, and, you know, as we do every year because it's your transit and retrograde in Virgo this year. And so this is kind of um, an echoing theme of that. What did we realize when Mercury was moving through Virgo in 2022? Now, here comes this retrograde um, at the end of August to the middle of September in the third earth sign. So we're bringing these ideas down into a tangible, usable, touchable form of manifestation, right? This is Mercury retrograding in earth signs. How do I now manifest a life that, has aligned with my shifting values, with my new structures, my new routines, and how do I ground down into this, embody into this existence, this new um, this new progression of my life? And then the final and fourth retrograde of Mercury will be the end of the year, December 13th, all the way to the beginning of January of 2024. So we start out 2023 with a Mercury retrograde and we end 2023 with a Mercury retrograde. So we are getting really clear on our path. We're reviewing it. We're revisiting it. And especially when it's moving through Virgo and exaltation um, in August and September, this is the ability to really dissect the information, disseminate the facts. During 2022, especially with Mars moving through Gemini and all this air energy, Saturn and Aquarius, we've had a lot of information thrown at us, a lot of propaganda, a lot of false information. You know, this was the biggest year I've ever seen on social media platforms of, you know, false flags, false information, because there's just so much that's being thrown at us. We don't really know what to believe. Now, as we move into these earth signs, we'll be able to dissect that information you know it is this true and is this beneficial and how can i use this and apply it to my life and eventually be in the best service to others as i show up in service to you know my fellow man and so that is how the mercury retrogrades and the earth signs um instead of you know a lot of this air energy like we've had this year will benefit us and then that final one you know ends in capricorn in december And stations direct right at the edge of Sagittarius, you know, kind of moving over the line from Capricorn into a fire energy, but does begin in Capricorn. So we have all four Mercury retrogrades, which is our personal planet. What do we think and what is our conscious plan in these areas where we can review it um, and, um, you know, kind of connect the dots and think about where I'm taking action. (coughs) So, that's the Mercury retrograde for 2023. The other personal planet, and honestly, is my favorite transit of 2023, is Venus. Venus will be moving through the sign of Leo and retrograding in Leo. I think this is fantastic energy because Venus is the ruler of Taurus, where the north node of destiny has been all of 2022 helping us align with our values, helping us honor our own physical body, helping us move into a life of what's truly fulfilling and abundant. Venus is also the ruler of Libra, where the south node will be moving into next year, helping us release and let go of and eclipse anything out of our lives that does not allow for harmonious, balanced, interpersonal relationships with others. So Venus moves in to Leo June the 5th and will be there through October 8th, retrogrades the end of July and stations direct in uh, September 4th, I believe it is. So here we have Venus retrograding and moving through, let's see, almost five months in the sign of Leo ruled by the sun, our spirit, you know, how we... Um, let our light shine. We share our gifts and our talents and show up Um, again in that sovereignty of spirit. This is echoing that fire energy of the nodal shift into Aries. Who am I? What do I desire? And now how can I be a sovereign leader in this way? How can I align with my values and lead my own life and, if appropriate, lead others, right? And we also have that Jupiter conjunction with Chiron in March in Aries, which really brings out who we are as a healer, who we are as a mentor, who we are as a teacher. And then when Venus moved into Leo in June, you know, Leo is the biggest heart chakra energy sign there is. I always say Leo is so gregarious so broad so bold and so brave um but they really are the biggest heart chakra signs of any that i work with and i call them the sovereign leader and it's it's sovereign because it shares from its spirit from its heart right the, sign, the archetypal energies of leo and then when you think about venus moving through this sign Venus rules our values. This is our our human heart, the lower benefic. Um, and so, I think that as Venus retrogrades through Leo um, between July and September, as a personal transit, we can look to where Leo is in our chart and how we can how we can show up brave and courageous. What is truly a value? We'll be for certain, for certain, reviewing our relationships. Now, Venus rules our values in terms of romance, resources, love, money, right? And typically abundance, you know, that is all encompassing of abundance. So as it retrogrades, we'll we'll be aligning with our own spirit and and thinking, you know, reviewing, is this truly um, a relationship that allows me to be my own spark of creativity is this job and the way I make money serving my creative talents and gifts and allowing them to show up in their best form. So this works in tandem really well with the North Node moving into Aries because this is really, if I had to give 2023 a mantra, it would be um, to thine own self be true. It's a year of really stepping into authenticity, right? Now, on a predictive um, level and how Venus retrograding through Leo looks on a collective, I wonder, you know, what's going to happen to things that we consider of value as Venus retrogrades through this uh, fire sign of Leo? this cardinal energy i wonder you know one you know things that we consider precious whether it's precious metals like gold and silver and um really currency coin but more so precious metals what's going to happen to the value of those i would be curious to see um i'm going to be paying close attention as venus retrogrades through leo this sun energy particularly gold stands out in my head out of all the precious metals what happens to the value of it. Um, It could perhaps go up. Um, I'll be interested to see really as Pluto moves into Aquarius, really kind of shifting us out of the old systems and into the more progressive ones, what happens uh, with our currency? um, What happens with our fuel systems? And then on a personal level, when Venus retrogrades in Leo, what's truly a value to us in a monetary, tangible, touchable way, things that we can touch and hold? Um, what is the value of what we consider precious in our lives? So I, I just have an intuitive, instinctual feeling that there may be something going on with the value of precious metals, particularly gold, during that retrograde between um, you know, July and September, and of course, this is not advice to anyone to do anything um, on a personal level with that, but I'll probably be buying some gold bars, I can tell you that. I mean, I'm double Venus ruled, so I'm kind of thinking along those terms, but we have to look at where these transits are happening in our personal charts, what houses they are in, And how that's going um, to affect us on an individual level, right? And so Venus retrograde, Mercury retrograde, big, big players for next year. And um, also something that might be worth mentioning since I kind of dipped into the outer collective energies is when Pluto does move into Aquarius, this transpersonal planet of... you know, that really has the ability to powerfully change everything. Moving into Aquarius, which is the collective, humanity, large groups of people, who we are as a humankind. One big thing I didn't mention is that when Pluto is in Aquarius, um, it's going to be in a trine intermittently and for a lot of the time while it's moving through Aquarius during 2023. A trine is a very supportive spiritual connection. It's it's kind of like a holy trinity of spiritual energy. It doesn't require much energy or effort um, on our behalf. It just kind of is when the um, universe shows up on our behalf again with these benevolent um, transits and and aspects. So this is a year where we've had Saturn squaring Uranus from Aquarius. Saturn leaves Aquarius, Pluto moves in and trines Uranus. So the sudden shocking events that we've had with Saturn and Aquarius where Uranus in 2022 now moves to Pluto trining Aquarius. So we will have this very spiritually supportive aspect repeatedly that shows us we can clearly see that these are positive transformations they are supported that are taking place any progressive changes from the old to the new as new systems are erected um that this feels much easier it's not a square tense aspect that requires a lot from us this is a spiritually supported trying aspect now pluto will um you know, we'll be making some, some difficult aspects for sure. But um, that, that trying to Uranus is, is the biggest thing, you know, as we have that in Aquarius. And then also Saturn moving into Pisces really lightens up the load. You know, we get some, some structural spiritual support there as well. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, to how that happens um, in 2023. That will be a, a much needed change from the 10th square aspects. And, um, you know, we're going to have a lot of minor aspects during next year. Venus is going to conjunct Jupiter in March and Aries. Um, this is nice on March 2nd because those are the great benefic, the lower benefic and the greater benefic. So as you can see, I keep mentioning March. I think March is going to be the month that we feel the biggest change. And it's there are a lot of good, uh, supportive, expansive, benevolent energies happening next year. But they are massive shifts, and they don't come without a little difficulty, right? So there will be challenges for sure. Um, but I think it will... It will feel like a reprieve after 2022. And, you know, the south node in Scorpio and north node in Taurus has been really emotionally heavy and purging. We've been dealing with, you know, the shadow side, those emotions that we bury alive that never really died, right? Those wounds, that shadow part of our wounding. And then as Jupiter moved into Aries at the end of this month and then conjuncts Chiron in March, we have the opportunity to really expand our healing, to take it to the next level, to step into the optimism of the growth. It's like 2022 brought up the wound, brought up the shadow, and then Jupiter moves into Aries for the massive healing of that wound, right? Um, and so this could be wonderful uh, for us on a personal level as we really start to feel comfortable in our own skin, feel comfortable um, with who we are and all our parts of, as we face those things that were really, really difficult on an emotional level, on, you know, a psychological level. Um, with that south node in Scorpio. I mean, you know, let's not forget this Pluto that's moving into Aquarius. This is the um, modern ruler of Scorpio. And Mars, that's retrograding in Aries and moving into Cancer, um, is the ancient ruler of Scorpio. So, we have Where the South Node has been in all of 2022, the ancient modern rulers making some really big shifts in 2023, and then Jupiter moving into that conjunction with Chiron, really expanding our ability to heal that wound now that we have the awareness of it, now that the eclipses have eclipsed away the fears and brought them to the surface, so massive potential for personal healing. And that's when we really kind of step into who we are as a healer. A lot of our mentoring abilities come to the surface. A lot of the parts of us that we have kind of suppressed and held back this year now can show up in our leadership skills. You know, Aries is the initiator. It's our sign of self. Who are we? How are we showing up? What are we initiating in 2023? Don't forget that this Mars retrograde in Gemini, exploring this possibilities, learning new skills, learning new trades, these are tools that are going to help us as we kind of align with our directive as the North Node moves into Aries and the ruler of Aries, Mars, moves into Cancer in March. Um, Exploring the options right now, really learning different skill sets and exploring all the possibilities of showing up in a different way with our passion, our creativity. Creativity, creativity, creativity. That is the big energy that is to be sparked next year. Um, Jupiter is sparking our creativity, the North Node moving into Aries, Leo um, energy with Venus moving through there. So this is about our divine spark. What lights you up? Getting back in touch with those hobbies, those talents, those gifts. And right now, I can't stress enough, with Mars retrograding through Gemini, this is the time to explore that. You know, Gemini is ruled by the hand. So whether it's like doing a woodcraft, playing an instrument writing, um, creating a beautiful painting, um, doing learning massage therapy, any skill trade that we can explore right now could hold the key to how we are taking action in 2023 when that nodal shift moves into Aries. It's our sign of self. It's kind of symbolic of the hero's journey, you know, as that starts out the astrological wheel in Aries. Um, How are we showing up in a new, brave, creative way in 2023, tapping into our talents, tapping into our gifts, tapping into who we are as a healer, as a mentor? We all have some authentic, individual talents and sparks of creativity that we can share. And so I think what 2023 does allows us to authentically align with that. And when we can get in touch with who we are on a real authentic soul level, then we're able to show up in a more authentic form for others and the world. We bring our best selves to the platform, right? We show up in our connections in a more solid, real way. And we have more to offer when we really get to know who we are. And 2023 is a year with the North Node moving into Aries where we are really getting in touch with and encouraged to move towards who we are, what we desire, and what lights us up from a creative aspect. Um, and so it's, it's exciting. There will be challenges, but it is, like I said, if I had to give a mantra for 2023, it would be to thine own self be true. And for many of us, we were programmed and taught and conditioned to believe, to think of ourselves is selfish. But this is this next year and all of the transits are Dissolving that programming and giving us a clear picture of when we really align with our own truth and our own desires and what we really believe, want, and are moving towards—not what we've been told to—that that's not selfish. That's how we show up in the most stellar form for our fellow man. And so that's that's the overall theme for 2023. Is you know this Aries energy, this authentic identity coming to the surface. And so if anybody wants to know more specifically where this is falling in their personal chart, don't hesitate to reach out. Use the code 2023 so I'll know that you tuned in to this podcast. And I will do um, a 30-minute reading for $30 for anyone who has tuned in and uses that code. Um, because it's super important. We want to get in touch with that. And we want to know how this affects us on a personal level. And Claudia, you have um, my links on your page, and um, I'll also make sure I put something on my personal social media pages for accessibility as well. Okay? Yes, of course.
1: So it sounds, you know, Dawn, I remember when I was a little child, I remember we would hear about the age of the chorus. I think I'm wondering, what is that all about? It's like these, all of these age of of Aquarius season. So we are really going into that. (laughs) Right.
2: It's not just a song anymore. It's literally a paradigm shift into a new age. That's right. It's happening. The song is being actualized in our lifetime. Wow. That's correct.
1: So it's going to be 18 years that... Uh, for that to, to fulfill or just, like, how long is that age of Aquarius? Is that age of Aquarius certain time? Is that well, it's just... really
2: 250 years or <laughs> 2,500 years, depending on which cycle you're looking at. But for it's a really kind of kick in, it's a process, right? And Pluto is the final planet to move across that zero-degree mark. We've already had the mm-hmm. changes like with the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction hitting that zero-degree mark. Pluto's the final one. But as you can see, it's dipping in and out of Aquarius, you know, for the next year and a half. And so it's taking a little time. It's taking about, you know, almost two years for it to really get its heels dug in and into Aquarius. And then it will be there for 18 and a half years. So you're looking at a 20-year cycle of this Pluto and Aquarius, and, you know, it's individual, it's all a process, but by the time that transit ends with Pluto and Aquarius, for sure, we will be in the age of Aquarius, but we're already in the process of it now. We've been in the process of it. We've been building up to this, and it's wonderful, this intricate design, how it happens, you know, in these cycles that prepare us, that allow us to acclimate to the changes. Um, and so, yeah, it's it, we're in it. We're, the song is real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I am so excited for that and so thankful for having you here. And we will promote that for everyone listening. Go to littledbelts at channel.com, right the test and Don's email. And also, uh, we're going to start promoting the code 2023 if you listen And you'll get the discount.
2: Thank you. That's correct. They can also connect with me through social media. Thank you so much, Claudia, for the opportunity to be here. Happy holidays and New Year. Yeah. Thank you
1: for everything you do. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Goodbye.